the voice of Motown, West Virginia's leader in news, analysis, and rumors, proudly presents the Voice of Motown podcast, featuring your boys, Brandon and Tyler. Take it away, gentlemen. This is the Voice of Motown podcast. I'm Tyler Pepe. I'm Brandon Cork, and this is a WVU podcast by two suffering WVU fans. All right, guys, today we have former West Virginia Mountaineer basketball star Derek Culver. Derek made the second team Big 12 as a freshman, first team All Big 12 his last year at WVU. Derek was also named academic All Big 12 men's basketball team, and he became the first West Virginia player to record 20 points, pull down 20 rebounds in one game since 1977. Derek, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Definitely. And that is, those are some pr- impressive accolades. So it's, uh, you know, me as a fan, it's really cool to be able to speak to, you, speak to you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you, sir. Absolutely. All right. So let's get right into the questions. Um, Derek, we were wondering, I know you've only been gone for a short period of time, but do you keep in touch with any of your former teammates? Oh, yeah, I keep in touch with uh, a lot of my boys, you know. I keep in touch with uh, Kitty a lot. You know, I talk to Kitty every, uh, every now and then. Me and Gabe, we chit-chat, uh, you know, every now and then, once in, once in a while. But, you know, those, those guys are always going to be my brothers, you know, you know, things like that. So, you know, that's that's communication factor. It's never going to go anywhere. That's awesome. Um, so do you have a feel on how you think this team's going to do? I know losing you and uh, Deuce is kind of a – Two big pieces. Um, mm-hmm. So, any thoughts on how this tier, year's team is going to be, and uh, who do you think is going to be the team leader? Um, to be honest with you, I think Gabe's going to be the team leader. You know, just because you know how Gabe, you know how Gabe, his, his approach is every day when he brings to the game. He's always going to be defensive, 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 defensive. So, with that being said, you know Gabe's going to bring the energy, and I think a lot of guys off of that is going to follow suit because they're going to see like you know not only Gabe, you know, just talking, and you know. You know, saying that you know this is what we got to do. You know, Dave, he's gonna be the one on the um on the front line. You know, showing you. So you know, with that being said, I feel like Gabe is gonna be one of the um the, uh, the leaders. Um, Taz, Sean, and I wouldn't be surprised if you see Jalen taking more of a leadership role this year too. That's awesome. We've heard some really good things about Jalen. I know uh, some quotes from Taz. It seems like he's ready to take over, um, which is exciting, especially him being a West Virginia mm-hmm. boy. Yeah, yeah, no, I, and that's and that's gonna be big for um Jalen. Jalen, like I said, Jalen. The only thing that's gonna stop Jalen is Jalen. You know, because Jalen, he's a very big guard. You know, he can put the ball on the ground. He can shoot at a very high level. So I don't believe there's really gonna be too much. You know, that's gonna stop Jalen from being, you know, reaching his full potential. Yeah, for sure. the The team this year has a ton of talent. They're gonna be fun to watch. What was it like playing for a coach like Bob Huggins? Um, I love playing for Coach Huggins. I'm not going to lie, even though he was tough on me, but I needed it. You know, it taught me a lot. It helped me grow up over the years. But um, I would say for the most, man, like one thing I loved about Huggins is he called me out on things that, you know, that I was doing wrong. You know, like everybody know that's the whole story. You know, like when I first got there, I wasn't doing right, and he put me in the doghouse, and I had to figure things out. You know, just, you know, a credit to that because a lot of 
a lot of coaches would have just, you know, wrote me off. Oh, Carlos from the team, he's a bad egg or he's a bad player or whatever the case may be and just let me go instead of actually teaching me and showing me like, you know, like, bro, you're doing wrong. Like, this is what you got to do, like, to, to fix your issues. And then he told me, not necessarily issues, but just, you know, whatever I was dealing with, this is like, this is what you got to do to fix whatever the case may be. And he was like, you know, sit me down and told me and showed me. And that, you know, that helped me grow up a lot because it's just like, oh, man, he doesn't really need me. So, you know, he could have been just kicking me out the door because he had way far more better players than me. So, you know, for him to actually just sit here and, like, take his time out of the day, like, yo, this is what I'm going to do with you. Don't, I'm not saying, like, it wasn't close to getting kicked out. Don't, it, it was pretty close. But, you know, he worked with me and, you know, he was able to, you know, just be able to help me grow. And from, from that point on, I just knew Hugs was always going to have my best favor. That's awesome. That that kind of answered my next question. Um, you know, it just seems like, you know, once you kind of grasp that, I give you a lot of credit for sticking with it too, because we've seen numerous players who, you know, have the talent and they're out the door in a year or two. So you've been able to stick through, kind of take the learning and it should just showed how successful that coaching can be. So kudos to you. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. I, yeah. I truly appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yeah. Coach Huggins. I mean, he seems to have such a special relationship with his players and that's, that's why everyone plays so hard for him. Um, if you look at some of the teammates you've played with over the years, I mean, you've mentioned Gabe a few times, and he's he's a role player. I mean, he loves pulling down rebounds, playing defense, feeding his teammates. And then you compare that to um, Deuce McBride, who you also played with, and he embraces and seems most comfortable when the offense is running through him. Um, watching you play at WVU, I've, I've seen you play both roles, really. Which one did you feel most comfortable with? Did you like it when the offense ran through you? Uh yeah, you know, every, you know, of course, a lot of a lot of players would want the ball to go through them a lot. But to be honest with you, I was never really like a score first type of player. Player, I was like pass. I would pass the ball out of the low post a lot, and that's low key where I also used to get cussed out a lot by coach. He used to say, "You got the ball that close, <laughs> score the ball, score the ball." And you know, like I see Sean in the corner. You know, if you see Sean in the corner by himself, I, don't, I mean, you can be halfway dunking the ball and you're going to pass the ball back out. So he can get, you're going to pass, you're going to pass the ball back out. So he used to just be like, you know what, Derek? Like, just score the ball, score the ball, score the ball. But, you know, eventually as time went on, I'm like, yeah, I like getting the ball a lot. But until I started realizing <clears throat> I was getting triple team and, you know, the whole defense would be packed in, you know, towards the, towards the post. And I used to be like, bro, I'm getting guarded by everybody on the court, like everybody. Like I, I can't, I, I can barely move. And then, you know, but I have teammates like Taz Sherman, Deuce McBride, and Emmett Matthews, and you know, to take the stress off because you know you can't really just focus on me if you got me and Deuce on the court at the same time. So you're gonna have to put somebody on Deuce, and then if you put somebody on Deuce, you're gonna have to put somebody on Emmett because you know Emmett was. He was a slasher. He was a taller player. You know, he could do a little bit of both, shoot, put on the ground. But um, we used to get on him about his like his little his being about being toughness. But he 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 was tough enough with what he had to do. So like you know, we just had a lot of good pieces. You know, just a, a really a lot of good pieces. You know, um, yeah. I'm gonna just I'm gonna miss my I'm gonna miss my brothers for real though, man. I'm gonna miss them for sure. Definitely. And it seemed like your playing style, like you mentioned, you were just getting sworn by the defense. It 
definitely seemed like it it took a toll on your body um seemed like you know you were getting banged up a lot and you know that had a lot to do with you know just having to take breaks and things like that <laughs> yeah um yeah i remember for sure at one game was i remember one game vividly we were playing um oklahoma state and um they had a, a guard named the keekly likely the keekly or something like that i forget his name but um he like I went up for a rebound, and he boxed out my left leg. K Cunningham boxed out my right leg, and somebody else like had my upper body. But it just seemed like they all just like slammed, like WWE slammed me on the ground as soon as I went up <laughs> for the ball. And I'm just like, oh man, I'm like I don't know if I can keep doing this, bro. I ain't even gonna lie to you. <laughs> well, Kate, Kate had some money now, so maybe you can, you know. Make up for yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, I give you a lot of credit, man. You are a very tough player. And uh, like you said, yeah, you were constantly being double, triple teamed. And uh, they they played you rough. And you didn't always get a lot of calls playing underneath either. Yeah, that was that was true. That, that, that's most definitely true. Like, I remember one time Hugs getting on the um, getting on the one ref. He was a really good ref, you know. He was always he always refed our games, officiated officiated our games, you know, fairly. I mean, we never had it felt like you know, like you know, some refs you just felt like oh, I don't know. He might be from Texas because why are Texas getting all these calls? You know what I'm saying? So something like that. But um, yeah, it was a it was a ref. You know, he was a real neutral ref, and um, they just uh, I forgot who we were playing. I think it was Oklahoma, and it was like manic. And he just kept jumping on my back, jumping on my back, jumping on my back, jumping on my back. And I'm just like, ref, you don't see this man hanging off my back? And he's just, and Hugs is, you know, Hugs. Hugs was like, you don't worry about the refs. Just give me, just give me, uh, give me some fuel to go off of and I'll take care of him. And sure enough, here comes one end of the bench. Here come Hugs. Oh, come here. I got to tell you something. And I'm like, oh, yeah, coach got it. <laughs> and then after that, I run back down the court. That's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, Coach Huggins definitely always has his players back, it seems like. Uh, what was the hardest part about leaving WVU early? Because you did leave uh, with one year of eligibility left. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, I can even tell just by talking to you now, like your time there was very special with Coach Huggins, with uh, your you, teammates. Man. So what was the hardest part about leaving? Um. <clears throat> I could say, like, hardest part. I would say hardest part about leaving, to be honest with you. Yeah, like, I love my teammates and everything the most. But, like, my hardest part was leaving was that I would say I felt like I was leaving hugs, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. I don't yeah. know. It was, it was, it was weird because, you know, hugs from him, you know, showing me interest from the eighth grade, it was just almost like a – it was like a bond. I don't. I don't know. It was. It was weird. It was weird. But one thing I will say, like I just felt like I left. <clears throat> Other than me finishing to my senior year, but I feel like that's something I can always go back and get. But I feel like for the most part, like if I could be a hundred and ten percent honest with you, I feel like I left hugs. Like, and a lot of players would be like, "Man, bro, that sounds crazy. You got to do what is good for you," which is true. Which is absolutely true. You got to do what's good for you, but. Kind of felt like I, I, I took off on my boy a little too fast. Like I, I left, and you know I, I don't I don't know. I just I just miss I ain't gonna lie, I just miss my coach for real, man. To be honest with you. 
But you know, you live and awesome, learn that's, things that's... happen, whatever the case may be. But um, yeah, I most definitely miss my boy though for sure. Most definitely. You still keep in contact with uh, Coach Huggins? Mm-hmm. We still talk. <clears throat> that's awesome. What's uh, what's next for you? Are you uh? I saw that, you know, the most recent news I could find on you was you got waived by the, the Pacers, but uh, I'm sure there's, you definitely have yeah, something else. Um, that was, um, that was, uh, yeah, that was to be expected, though. We knew that, we knew I was going to, um, going to get waived, but, um, yeah, it's, uh, there's a lot, there's a lot in store for Derek Cove. A lot of people think, what happened? And I seen something on Twitter the other day, somebody said, uh, um, Derek should have stayed in Another year of college to get under five jobs or whatever the case may be. I laugh at stuff like that. I'm not going to lie because people don't really be knowing the half of what's going on. But um, I'm most definitely in the right direction. I'm most definitely doing what I'm supposed to do. I'm most definitely um, taking care of my business. And um, I'm going to surprise a lot of people. I'm going to surprise a lot of people, a lot of people. Just like this is going to be the, like almost like the same surprise when, when – when I had got um, put in the doghouse and people were like, oh, we don't know if he's ever going to play for Huggins again or whatever the case may be. And how people just thought it was just, you know, done deal. Nah, it's, it's, a, it's a lot left. It's a lot left. But I most definitely do miss school, though. I do miss school. Well, not school. I miss my coach. <laughs> <laughs> just don't uh, – wherever you end up, just don't let them hire Huggins away. Uh, that, that's not okay. <laughs> He needs to stay at WVU. What'd you say? I said, wherever you end up, just don't steal. Just don't uh, lobby to take Coach Huggins with you because we need him here at WVU. Oh man, I don't know. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. If I could, if I could, if I could take, if I could put hugs on the coaching staff that where I'm gonna be at, I most definitely would. Because like I said, that man, that man showed me a lot. Showed me a lot about you know growing up and. Showing me certain things and explaining certain things to me that, like, you know, hard conversations. A lot of people don't like to have hard conversations. Hard conversations were very easy to hug, and I didn't know why. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know why. But, um, yeah, so, like I said, um, I just, yeah, I just missed my coach. That was it. That's it. <clears throat> Yeah, well, I, I mean, I think that says a lot about you. It says a lot about Coach Huggins because, um, you know, we've been West Virginia fans for a long time, and we've seen over the years that, you know, that that hard-nosed, tough-love style doesn't mix well with everyone. And so um, the fact that you were mature enough to understand what he was doing, and it was coming from a place of love, I mean, that, that, that says a lot about your personality and your character mm -hmm. as well. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, like I said, um, playing for hugs was just, you know, it was like being at home. You know, my mom, my dad, they they always taught, you know, toughness and be strong and this, that, and other. Like, my mom, she, like, hats off to her. Like, she, she did a, a wonderful job of, like, being a woman and teaching a man how to be a man from a woman's position, you know, just how to go about certain things. You know, that's that's a, that's a lot. That's a lot to do for a woman, you know. So, like I said, and to not really, 
like made me and like coddled me. Yeah, she gave me like tender loving and just just like that. But as far as just like, oh here, come here, baby. If something happens, this that, I never, I never got that, and I'm happy I didn't because that would have cr- that would have been a crutch. You know what I'm saying? So that that would have just you know that just have been something that I, something else I had to work on later on down in life. So you know, being able to deal with people like be able to deal with my mom and you know him you know things like that it 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 really it really changes you for the better a lot of people shy away from stuff like that i don't really necessarily shy away from tough love because i feel like if you tell me something that i want to hear you're just doing that just to get me out your face instead of telling me what i gotta hear and actually seeing me somewhere well when i am in your face i'm going to be in a better position you know you know you know like things like that so it's just like oh no it was just little things with me and hugs it was it was a lot of me trying to figure out his little mind games that he was doing, but it was, I was definitely enjoying my time for sure. That's what, was awesome. your, uh, what was your favorite moment um, as a mountaineer or even in the Coliseum? My favorite, oh man. I think it was, look, look, I have, I actually have two favorite moments. I actually have two favorite moments. My, I would say the second favorite moment that I had was when we were playing, who was it? Who was it? I think Kansas, Kansas State. Yeah, it might have been a game like, what? Who, who remembers the Kansas State game? But I think we were playing Kansas State. And um, I guess this is the first time I just realized, like, Coach used to coach there, like, a while back. I never knew Coach used to coach at Kansas State. So, with that being said, you know, we're coming out, whatever the case, and they're, they're booing hugs, they're booing hugs. You're terrible, you're terrible, whatever the case may be. And then um, I, I think he said, I think they're still mad that I left or something like that. I think he said something funny. Like, I, I think they're still taking the heart that I left or whatever the case may be. And, um... We end up blowing them out. We end up blowing them out. And this one lady, as we're, like, walking through, like, I don't even know if Hug's seen her. Like, she's, like, painted completely purple. She's, like, she's an older lady, too. She's, like, Hugs, I miss you so much. I wish you would come back. But she's, like, 80. Like, this lady's, like, 80, bro, like, screaming to the top of her lungs. And I'm, like, lady, if you don't chill out, like, bro, you better stop screaming so loud. But um, <clears throat> just to see that, and, you know, and um and my other favorite moment we were playing Kansas and we beat Kansas at the Coliseum. And um what else? Oh, we beat Kansas at the Coliseum and that's when everybody stormed the court, stormed the court, whatever the case may be. But I had a math class with this one kid. He was really he was really, really smart, really, really smart. He was good he was crazy good at math, but he wasn't like a you know, sports guys, uh, they were people who call them like, you know, nerdish or geeks or whatever the case may be, but he was a real cool kid, real, real cool kid. But um, he just wasn't sporty at all. And so once we beat Kansas, wherever the case may be, like, I could just see like the whole Coliseum just running down. And I see everybody all on the court, this, that, and I see professors, I see whatever the case may be, but I see my friend from math class, and he's like this little kid with glasses, like he's like scrawny. Like I see this little kid, he's like Derek. He screams. He talks about some pick me up. 
he's like, he just said, pick me up, pick me up. So I pick him up and I put him on my shoulders. He's like, well, this is the best day of my life. He's hollering like, do you understand my grandparents were killed for a moment to be in the Coliseum? My- I can't That's awesome, man. Those are cool stories. So, um, you know. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I love yeah. it. If I was a college kid around your age, I would have been that scrawny kid wanting to get picked up and celebrate with you. <laughs> All right. Well, Brandon, you got anything else for him? Oh, no, I think we about covered it. Uh, you know, this is yeah. awesome. This is great. I appreciate how open you are with us. I mean, um, it's great to hear how close you were with Coach Huggins. I mean, it, I think it just, as Tyler said, goes to show how close he gets with his players. I know the one thing I always think of with coach Huggins is that um, moment in the final four when Deshaun Butler went down and he's laying on the floor with them and, you know, consoling them. Um, I think it just kind of goes to show what type of person he is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Derek. I mean, I, I, uh, I can't thank you enough. Your heart's in the right place. Uh, you're, you're, very hard worker. You're determined. And West Virginia fans are going to follow you and be rooting for you no matter what you do, man. I thank you, man. I appreciate you so much. I appreciate it, too. And I wish you best of luck. And I look forward to hearing about what's next. Thank you. You will. Stay tuned very shortly. You'll see. Awesome. All right. Well, hey, man, um, you know, down the road, if if you want to come back, we'd love to talk to you again. You're easy to talk to and you're you're extremely friendly. So we appreciate it, man. Mm-hmm. Well, thank All you. Right, I man. It. Just let me know whenever you guys, you know, want to holler at me. Just, just let me know. You know, I'm a phone call away. Just holler at me. All right. Sounds good, man. Thank you thank so you. much. All right, guys, we can't thank Derek Culver enough for joining us. That was a fantastic interview. Such a nice guy and was very open with his answers. Um, if you guys enjoyed this interview, find us on Facebook or on Twitter, Voice of Motown Podcast. Leave us a message. We're hoping to get um, more interviews down the road with more players or former players. And um, hopefully down the road, we can get another one with Derek Culver at some point. Thank you for listening. We appreciate it. And this is the Voice of Motown podcast. I'm Tyler Peppy. And I'm Brandon Cork. Thanks for listening.